0: This is Miss Turkovic's class and the Reader's Theater presentation of Rumpelstiltskin.
1: Funny how one innocent remark can turn an entire town upside down, get a person trapped in a tower, cause two deaths, deaths and almost get a child sold to goblins. It all started the night of the annual proud... Papa's match. The competition, a test to see who's the biggest braggart when it comes to his children, had risen to absurd heights. Dougie Tucker and Jack Bragg were the two finalists. My Dolores sings better than Britney Spears. Ann can sing like a songbird and tap dance while she juggles. Dolores is into the tooth serum, while Marianne can make gold. At this last statement, everyone applauds uncontrollably and Jack is named this year's winner. The celebration spills out into the street, attracting the exceptionally nosy and not-so-bright Lady Patsy, who just happens to be passing by.
0: What is all this hoopla
1: about? Did someone win the lottery? Even better, Jack's daughter has discovered how to make gold. Lady Patsy, unaware of the contest that has just ended, takes the pub owner at his word and piles him for more information. Fifteen minutes later, she leaves the pub and hurries up to the castle, anxious to tell her old friend King Advarise what she has learned. Are you certain you heard correctly? This young woman can make gold. i show you. Abby, they were celebrating heartily, the papa told me in confidence that Jack Bragg's daughter, Mary Ann, can make gold. How and- fortunate we are lady Patsy had you had you passed by at uh, any other time, we would have missed this good news Now, all I have to do is trick the girl into becoming my own private gold mine. Don't you mean our gold mine after all, I'm going to discover stuff. Unfortunately for Lady Patsy, the king was very greedy, and he didn't plan on sharing his gold with anyone. No one knows what exactly happened to Lady Patsy that night, but she was never seen or heard from again. Two days later, Jack burst into the pub with the news that Mary Ann was to be the new head chef for the king. While Jack was busy receiving congratulations and well wishes at the pub, Marianne made her way up the, cas- up the castle for what she thought was a dream come true. And the new head chef to the king. A tired-looking doorman chills her the way through the grand entry and up the fancy staircase. She eagerly follows him up and up to the tower entrance. Come in, Marianne. Have a seat. The contrast between the tower rooms and the beautiful decor and the rest of the castle was striking. A rickety old table, a mattress, and a chair were the only furnishings in the room. This was definitely not the castle kitchen. Good evening, Your Majesty. I'm your new head chef, Marine Marianne Bragg. There must be a mistake. I don't need a new head chef. Excuse me? Don't take offense, my dear. I understand you're quite skilled in the kitchen. But I brought you here on another matter. Gold! You're here to make me gold. What? But I don't know how to make gold. Don't play dumb with me, girl. I know all about your special talent. From now on, you'll only be making gold for me. You're crazy. There's no way I'm making gold for you. Not now, not ever. You'd best be careful what you say to the king, Marianne. If this room isn't filled with gold by morning, I may have to resort to some threats of my own. You wouldn't want anything to happen to your father now, would you? Ma- the king stamps, out ang- stamps angrily out the room, locking the door behind him. Marianne pounds against the door, but no one responds to her cries for help. This is a total nightmare. I can't make gold. Who on earth can make gold? Crackle, poof, pop, poof. A funny-looking man appears
0: before her. Who are you, and where did you, where did you come from? I heard in my head those words that you said. If your problem is true, I'll make gold for you. I need your help. The king
1: believes I can make gold, and he. And he's keeping me prisoner until I do. He's threatening to kill my father if I don't fill this room with gold by morning.
0: Something for you is something for me. The gold that I make should set you free. For this service, I won't need to check. I'll just take that gold chain from around your neck.
1: Marianne clutched at her necklace protectively. My mother gave this to me. I would hate to part with it.
0: Keep the necklace if you must. Losing your father would be unjust.
1: Marianne quickly hands over her precious necklace and instantly the room is filled with gold. Believing she has secured her freedom, freedom, she lies down on the lumpy mattress and dreams of her release in the morning. What a magnific- <coughs> magnificent sight to behold. Look at all my beautiful gold guards take my gold down to the safe now that you have your gold may I please go home you're not going anywhere I want more gold but I fulfilled my part of the bargain now you have to let me go silly girl I'll keep you here as long as I wish remember every day you fill this room with gold is another day your father gets to live Locked in the tower with the king's new demands, Marianne calls out to the wizard for help.
0: I'll fill this room with gold for the king in exchange for your bright ruby ring.
1: After the wizard leaves, Marianne lies down and cries for her her father, for she has nothing left to trade for gold. The next morning, as the guards are hauling out the last load of gold, she makes a desperate dash for the doors and freedom. Crash, bang, crack. She she causes quite a scene in the halls as she fights against the guards. What's going on? The noise attracts the the attention of the Prince Alan, whom the king has King Averice, his evil stepfather, has stolen the throne from Who's Who was in the tower? Stand aside and let me in. The guards hold their ground, keeping the prince from the tower. The prince decides to try a different route and goes back downstairs where he slips out the window and climbs the tower to the barred, barred windows above. He arrives just in time to, wit- to witness Marianne's meeting with the wizard.
0: I need more gold, but if I have but I have nothing to left to trade. Having nothing to trade is not a crime. I can collect my prize at another time.
1: I will gladly trade with you at a later date if you agree to supply as much gold as the king desires. Marianne's request for an endless supply of gold demands a heavy price, and the wizard thinks long and e- or to decide upon a fitting reward.
0: Just one thing and I'll be done. Endless gold for your firstborn son. Marianne
1: agrees instantly. She no longer has to worry about the gold. Her father will be safe, and because she expects to spend the rest of her life in the tower, she reasons she will never have a son to give to the wizard. Of course, she has no idea she's about to meet the prince what's going on here? Why are you being held captain? Who is a funny looking man? Shocked at seeing the prince poke his head through the tower window, Marianne tells him her tragic tale. I knew my stepfather was evil, but this time he has gone too far. I will see that you're set free. I promise. Noble as the prince's intentions are all his attempts to help Marianne escape are foiled, and so Marianne remains as a prisoner in the tower. Every night the wizard makes the gold, every morning the guards carry it away, and every day the prince scales the castle walls to spend time with Marianne. Day after day, week after week, their friendship grows until it eventually blossoms into love. Then one then one day the king adverized has an unfortunate accident. He's crushed by the very gold he admires. No more. Prince Alan regains the throne, marries Marianne, and shares the gold with all of Scotland. Everything is perfect until. Hey everyone! Come see my grandson. Isn't he the cutest boy in all of Scotland? Hey, I can't argue with you, Jack. He definitely didn't inherit your looks. The pub buzzes with excitement as Jack passes around the photos of his brand new grandson. Meanwhile, at, up at the castle, Mary Ann's happy celebration is interrupted.
0: Hello, Mary Ann. You're looking fine. I've come to collect what's rightfully mine. All at once, the promise she's,
1: she made to the wizard so long ago comes rushing back to her. You can't be serious. You do not really expect me
0: to give you my son. For 11 months, I gave you gold each day. Now it's time for you to pay.
1: No, please,
0: wait a minute. There must be something I can do.
1: The wizard has no use for the boy and plans to sell him to goblins in three days. Anyway, it suits him to have Marianne take care of the child until then, so he has concocted a foolproof
0: plan. Three days you'll have to tell me my name. If you guess wrong, our bet stays the same. If you should win, your son will stay. But when you lose, I'll take him away. As soon as the wizard
1: leaves, Mary Ann immediately has the entire town scurrying the countryside for clues to the wizard's name. Every morning, the townspeople set out in search of names, and every evening, Jack delivers the long list of names to Mary Ann. Anthony Mark Gerland Michael Sean For hours, she read name after name from A to Z.
0: Nope, none, nine, no, none of those could be my name. If you fail three times, your son I'll claim.
1: The next night, Jack brings an even longer list of names. Andy, Boggleboo, Honkavro, Dokifi, Nyoka, Tayden, Zerzo, Zero. Marianne waits anxiously, hoping one of these unusual names is the wizards.
0: Nope, none, nine, no. Nellots could be my name if you fill again like your son's fair game. Marianne is Marianne is troubled.
1: She is losing hope of ever saving her son. Don't worry, sweetheart. Everything will turn out right. Jack has put on a brave face for his daughter, but as he trudges down to the village, he grows more and more discouraged. Overcome with grief, he falls to his knees in despair. Between his sobs, Jack hears the faint sound of somebody singing nearby.
0: Something for you means something for me. Soon I'll have something beginning with B.
1: Jack creeps through the bushes to see who is singing.
0: The baby's mine, I want a game. Rumpelstiltskin is my name.
1: Jack peers through the shrubs at the strange little man dancing around a magical fire. I can't believe my luck. I found the wizard. I know his name. Eager to share the news with his daughter, Jack clumsily steps on a twig alerting the wizard.
0: You may think you've won the game, but you won't tell anyone my name
1: and with a flick of the wrist the wizard has jack bound and gagged and tied to the top of the tallest tree in the woods powerless again, against the wizard's magic jack's only hope is that his friends will notice him missing coincidentally at that at that exact moment in the pleasant pub Some things aren't right. Jack is over an hour late with today's list of names. Perhaps he discovered the wizard's name, and now he's being held captive under a magical spell. Madame Faye is her only hope. The whole town follows Frank to the home of the local sorceress, Madame Faye, but before they have a chance to knock on her front door, she bursts out. I found Jack follow me. Madam leaves the town through the woods to where Jack remains, bound and gagged at the top of the tallest tree. Jimmy Bunyan scales the scales the tree and pulls the gag from Jack's mouth. Rumpelstiltskin! His name is Rumpelstiltskin. Quickly, go tell Marianne. There's not much time left. With only minutes to spare, the group races towards the castle. Madame Fay rushes ahead to whisper something in Marianne's ear, just in the nick of time.
0: And now we come to the end of my game. Can you tell me, Marianne, what is my name? Rumpelstiltskin! What? How? Grr
1: stiltskin rumple stiltskin Stop, stop saying my name. Marianne dances around the room holding her son close. stiltskin rumple stiltskin Stop! It turns out there was a reason the wizard kept his name a secret. Apparently the sound of his name can destroy him, and as Marianne repeats his name with the With glee, smoke steams out his ears, his eyes roll back and poof. Rumpelstiltskin is gone, leaving behind a small pile of dirt, a gold necklace, and a ruby ring. The baby was saved by Mary Ann's friends, and this is how the story ends.
0: Here are the cast of characters for the Reader's Theater presentation of Rumpelstiltskin.
1: Hi, my name is Yash, and I was Prince Alan and Lady Patsy. Hi, my name is Alex, and I was the wizard slash Rumpelstiltskin. Hi, my name is Hirsch, and I was uh, Frank. Hi, my name is Lickith, and I was Jack Bragg and Doggy Tucker. Hi, my name is Michael, and I played King Avarice. Hi, I I am Harini, and I played Marianne. My name is Esther, and I play the narrator and Madame Fay.
0: Thanks for listening.